This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolved Studios in LA, Santa Barbara, AM 1290, KZSB, and FM 96.9, Santa Barbara, or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood on Fleetwood's On Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Good morning, KZSB. This is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. And I've been lucky to have been brought on to The Jeremiah Show to have a segment that gets to feature local musical artists and independent artists from around the country. And today we have a duo, husband and wife, Caitlin and Aaron Salazar, from Orchid, California. Their name is About Time. And we're here promoting the Hitching Post concert series uh, on Sunday afternoons out at the Hitching Post 2 Tasting Room in Buellton, California. Uh, we have two more concerts coming up. Uh, this one that features About Time is on Sunday, July 2nd from 2 to 4. And then you can also catch the last one on Sunday, July 9th from 2 to 4 featuring Jacob Cole. And so let me welcome our guests, Caitlin and Aaron. Hi, how's it going? Great. Hi, thanks. So happy to be here. Well, thanks for showing up. For sure. So you both came from Orkut. And um, are you both from Orkut? Um, well, I'm from Santa Maria, which is pretty much like for a long time. When you say Orkut, you just say Santa Maria. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Caitlin's got a more interesting story. We moved there when I was a kid. My dad was in the military, so yeah. I was born in Montana, lived in Nebraska for a beat, and then, but most of my childhood, I was seven when we moved to Santa Maria. And did both of you play music from a very early age? I know you both met very young, and I wanted to hear about that too. Um, your website says you met in the playground at school. Uh, what grade was that? And then when did you start playing music together? Uh, well, we met, I was in the fourth grade, Caitlin was in the third grade, uh, and as a kid, I'd always been drawn to music, um, you know, if there was a piano at somebody's house who I was, you know, visiting, I'd always go check it out, so I always, always had an affinity for music as a kid, for sure. Yeah, I mean, same I could sing when I started to talk, and <laughs> I always knew I wanted to sing, and that was my greatest passion, and, you know, took up the piano first and the guitar super young age, five and six, and always was my lifeblood, and we definitely connected with music when we were kids through school, yeah. And when did you start your duo and writing songs together and recording and performing? Mm, 2014. Okay. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, we've been friends since kids. We really got together as adults in 2012 and um, moved in together in 2014 and started gigging and, and writing and making something our own, yeah. 
Because we, you know, we had both been musicians separately for a long time. And, you know, even in high school, like I was the singer of a punk rock band and we used to get, you know, banned from coffee shops around town. And Caitlin was the president of her choir in high school and she toured Europe and sang in cathedrals and, you know, all that stuff. So we had, you know, di very different stories when it came to our musical backgrounds. But then when we finally like got together as a couple... Uh, we didn't just start playing together. I mean, you know, we would play, but it wasn't like, let's do this as a duo. And it wasn't for a couple of years. And uh, that's where the name About Time comes from. Because when we started to play together, we were finally like, well, it's about time. So, yeah. It was about time we started playing together. It was about time we were together, together. Mm -hmm. He took me to a high school dance. I mean, yeah, we have a long history together, but it was, you know... We were just two little shy creatives, and we never, you know, really made it anything until we finally were adults, and we were like, oh, yeah, it's on. <laughs> and so you describe your sound as cosmic California rock, which I totally agree with. Um, nice. Really nice fusion. Like, they, for me, I hear a lot of soul, blues, rock, country, and a little reggae in there, too, which is awesome. Um, would you say that since you both came from such different backgrounds as far as expressing yourself musically, that that had an influence on the way you created this fusion band or what inspired you to, you know, perform so many different genres uh, under one name? Well, I think, you know, first and foremost, because we love all those genres of music yeah. <laughs> and they've influenced us throughout our lives and... You know, you know, definitely, you know, in my voice too. you know, just loving to sing different genres. And yeah, I, w I think we just decided this is what we love. And, you know, what came out of us as we were writing were some songs were a little country. Some songs were a little, you know, grungier. Some songs were a little more, you know, harmonious. And yeah, then we both love reggae and since I've started playing the bass, since we're playing together, I've really fallen in love with reggae, too. So, yeah, it has an influence. Yeah, yeah. we definitely uh, rubbed off on each other, too, because uh, Caitlin's voice is so powerful and, you know, so polished that I had to, you know, change my guitar approach a little bit and, like, uh, really, like, you know, get my chops up totally but you know be able to like learn different you know styles and touches to like accent uh, lead vocalist rather than just let's just play loud and let's just go full force and whether or not you can hear the vocals isn't a big deal but uh, so you know definitely got uh, influenced that way Right, your voice is much more of an instrument, and like punk rock is like everything's just together, and it's just kind of this like I don't know. Um, it's all kind of one awesome sound, right? And then everything's just kind of meshed together, and you're just kind of throwing that at the audience because that's to me like the vibe of punk, which I love. I've always loved punk music, um, but I really hear that when I listen to your recordings. Like all of like it's like the drums, the bass, the guitar, the vocals, and if you've got some harmonica or any other random interesting instrument, they're all in harmony and kind of like talking to each other and I think that's really beautiful and that's um, just an aspect of rock and uh, live music that I really appreciate and so I've seen you so you play the bass and sing and do you also have a band I wanted to ask you because I've only seen you as a duo uh, but do you play with the live band 
Yeah, we'll, we'll have a drummer come out and we'll play as a trio uh, for like bigger performances. And okay. we've gotten to play the Clam Fest at Pismo. Nice. Um, so we had a drummer for that. And, um, you know, more like outdoor stuff where we're able to get louder. Um, yeah. Cool. We'll get, we'll get yeah. the drummer going. Bigger stages popping up here and there on the Central Coast. And, you know, bigger opportunities you know, to open for some bands. And wow, that's such a compliment. Thank you, Arwen, what you said. And yeah, you know, we're wanting to develop um, as a, a band more so, you know, no matter what, it's it's us, you know, and we can definitely hold our own as a duo, but we would like to, yeah, expand for sure. And it was cool to get to do that on the album and in a way and, you know, think about the bigger parts and, you know, all the additions that can happen and, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you two uh, co-produce it, or who produced your album? Uh, yeah, we did with a friend of ours. Nice. Yeah, we uh, we recorded at Castaway Seven Studios, which is in Ventura. Okay. And JP Hesser is the owner of that, and he first was more just engineer role, but then as we got to know each other and we started to like you know bounce ideas off of him, then he kind of like had more production ideas too so he definitely helped guide us and produce um, part of the album but at the end of the day it was really like well what do you guys want to do and for me it was like my first experience in a studio like that so uh, it was a big learning experience um, and just trying new stuff and but also having to like you know think about time restrictions and money restrictions and so uh, yeah but for the most part we produced it but we did have help from uh, JP. And I think because I've you know had some experience recording too, and my engineer on my last project totally like he did the same thing. Just gave me a lot of really good advice that I wouldn't have you know thought of because when you know when you're creating you know with a one person or like a couple people from a band, uh, it's it's like three people's perspective, and you've been listening to it so much, and you're kind of set in stone with what you've created. But when you have an expert, and especially a sound engineer who's also a musician, um, I think it's kind of nice to take in their advice and open, and especially when you have the creative decision at the end of the day, like what's going to go and what's going to stay. I think it's actually kind of a blessing to have somebody like that engineer your record because it just, I don't know, opens it up and, you know, um, creates less of a limit on the music, I think. Completely. And we really connected with JP, and he is a, you know, awesome musician. And, you know, at the end of the day, he wanted to play keys on the song. And we, you know, we took one of those songs and we just really, you know, got really fun with it and just did whatever we felt like trying out to see if it worked and yeah it was awesome to have that perspective for sure and I I had had one other you know experience um solo in the studio and um for a small album of mine and you know it was a different experience and this this whole experience with our album um about time was was just really wonderful and collaborative and inspiring and you know we came out of the studio inspired for more and like excited about all the possibilities instead of being like oh i'm so glad that's over it was like never like that you know 
Well, you can really hear that in the music, too. Like, it really lifts you up. Like, I can tell, like, that's the kind of CD, like, if I'm tired, if I, whatever, bad mood, turn that About Time record on, and I'm going to be feeling good in just about two seconds. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's such a compliment. Uh, we also have to mention George Lambert, who okay. plays the drums, but he was also a big part of making the album happen. So he was a producer in that way. Um, he plays with a band called Paradise Kings here in San Santa Barbara okay. and uh, we started playing with him and he really liked our music and it was actually his idea to record it full on and cool. go into the studio and it, originally it was like well let's you know take a weekend or we'll record live and and get it done and then we get in there and it's like whoa 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 wait a second we can overdub and we can you know put on the two guitars and oh look there's bongos over there and you know what i mean so then it expanded and uh, we ultimately uh spent nine days uh what started as three became nine and um and george was really generous and like uh cool for for giving us that opportunity and, and letting us letting us try different stuff and and he trusted us yeah so he was like yeah you guys you know let's treat the songs right let's do them justice and and uh you know but at the end of the day too he's like well okay that's enough takes you know <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> yeah so we gotta let's know move when on to a little bit and there was one instance where you know it was the it was me caitlin and jp and we're like you know messing with delay effects and it's like he's recording and and george walks in and he's got this look like what are you kids up to it's like <laughs> we're looking around like busted but it turned out to work really well and it's one of our favorite things that little creative session was one of our favorite parts of the album so yeah i'll say like i really i love I mean, I love all the sounds that I was hearing. And there's one song in particular where you've got kind of like a dry vocal where it sounds like you're singing into like an old school mic. I can't remember. What song is that? Oh, uh, yeah. We like to call that our garage rock song. Yeah. Come Alive. Oh, come Alive, Come Alive, yeah. yeah. And then um, we're so we're playing seven tracks from the record today on the show um, in our breaks. But also you're going to perform a song for us live here, right? Uh, what yeah. song is this? We're going to play Gotta Play the Game. Gotta Play the Game. Okay. And then we're going to, what instruments really quick before I set you up, uh, what are you going to play for us today? Uh, it's, we're going to do acoustic version of this song. Um, usually when we're full out, I'm playing the bass and singing. Aaron's the guitar master and the harmonica and um, vocals with me. So today it'll be harmonica, acoustic, and vocals. And yeah, this is a special song to us. We wrote it kind of earlier on. We were hustling, and I was serving tables, and Aaron was a uh, student teaching, getting his credential, and we were just, you know, trying to do what we love, but also, you know, hustling the day-to-day -day to make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a fun song. We kind of like to call it, call it our old Orchid um, theme song. Nice. Well, <laughs> got to play the game. Let's hear it. <laughs> Stuck in the office, serving nine to lie Watching the clock tick and losing my mind Oh, the things we'll do just to survive Can't call it a living when I'm barely alive You gotta play the game You gotta play the game You gotta play the game 
you gotta play the game. Forcing a smile while I'm slinging plates. Faking a friendship while my customers wait. Coffee stains and sweat in my eyes. Living on tips, hashtag server life. You gotta play the game 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 To fly high on the wings of my dreams till hard times rid me of such childish schemes. I've done nothing wrong, but I'm I'm still doing time. My ball and chain is my suit and tie. Shoved to the ground and my pride's been destroyed The hardest job is to be unemployed I wanna get even but who do I fight? They'll throw you in jail for knowing your rights You gotta play the game You gotta play the game You gotta play the game You just heard About Time play their song, You Gotta Play the Game. And this is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show, part of the Jeremiah Morning Show. And we're interviewing Caitlin and Aaron Salazar from the band About Time. And they'll be playing this Sunday, July 2nd, from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Hitching Post Tasting Room in Buellton, California. Um, They're the second to last act of our summer concert series at the Hitching Post Wines. And we hope to see you out there for some wine, uh, tasty barbecue, and magical music under the oaks. Yes, please come out. Definitely. We're excited to be part of the series. And we'll be right back. 
like to say Or would you rather act like everything's okay I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. We all need to keep our veterans, men and women who serve, who are on the wall and who were on the wall in our hearts at all times. Sometimes they need help. There are a number of organizations that are dedicated to helping our veterans. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected and that you won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
Good morning, everybody. Uh, happy Friday. It's Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Show, and I'm here as part of the Jeremiah Morning Show, uh, getting to interview um, fantastic mu- musical guests. And today we have Caitlin and Aaron Salazar from the band About Time. And I've been lucky enough to have been given this little interview segment on the Jeremiah Show uh, to interview bands such as About Time. And a little about me, um, I come from a family from Hollywood. My grandma was an actress named Loretta Young. She had a TV show named The Loretta Young Show. And it was produced by my grandfather, Tom Lewis, who was also a radio show host. And he had produced the first Armed Forces Radio Network back in World War II to entertain the troops and to inform everybody on the war efforts. My dad was in a band called Moby Grape. And I got into show business, working in the rock and roll industry with my dad, learning music and recording with him. And I'm so excited to have About Time here because they're totally of that genre of psychedelic rock. (laughs) And you just heard them sing their song, Gotta Play the Game, acoustic version. That was a country vibe that they kind of gave us with a little Americana and rock twist. Mm -hmm. Um, But also on their record that they've released, and you're going to hear some of these songs, they've got reggae. Uh, soul. Caitlin and I learned today sang in a choir and traveled internationally in a choir. And Aaron was in a punk band. And so, anyway, guys, thanks for coming on the show and sharing your gift with us. This is great. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you so much for having us. And uh, Loretta Young, was she in a movie movies too? She was a movie actress. Had a hundred movies. Yeah, because <laughs> I think that's how we we watched one of her movies and then discovered she had a show and then learned about right. yeah. yeah 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 she did. I'm like starstruck by this. <laughs> First, we thought you were super cool because of Mober Grape. Now, you're even cooler because of Loretta Young. Yeah. So, it's like yeah. full of surprises. Yeah. But Forces behind you, babe. You're, yeah. You should be doing this for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll say that, you know, like, I mean, what do your parents do? Let's talk about that. Because, I mean, I think everybody has a really interesting story and background. And I love yeah. a good story about uh, family history. My grandpa, he was a major player on the Central Coast uh, for the music going on. And uh, a lot of people don't know how rich the Central Coast music history is. Um, And so in Santa Maria, he had his little production um, thing, and he called it Music Man Presents. And he would actually bring really popular bands of the time to Santa Maria to perform. Nice. And so like bands like the Beach Boys and um, Frankie Valli and like, you know, basically artists who were going between San Francisco and Los Angeles and they wanted to earn money or, you know, they had a night off. So they would, uh, they would get in contact with my grandpa and he would have them perform in Santa Maria. And he started doing it at the, uh, um, vets hall and it got so big that they had to move it out to the fairgrounds. And it was like, you know, people who grew up in the area can, you know, tell stories about remembering seeing concerts and, you know, he was, he was one of the people who helped make that happen. So I've always heard those stories and it's definitely, you know, uh, encouraged me and stoked my fascination, especially in like, you know, classic rock and, you know, music from the past. And so, yeah, it's, it's fun to share, you know, important people in our families. And he still supports us. He comes out to so many of our gigs. He's going to be 90 in January. Awesome. And he just, you know, he's just still so vibrant and knows good music and, and yeah, he's he's been you know instrumental in just our you know our heartfelt support and just like having him involved is yeah really special for sure. 
is your is your family involved in music too, or your parents? My parents, you know, they both were musicians for fun, and um, yeah, they. My parents were great parents. My dad was in the military. You know, they were out on their own real young, and um, they're still married. They're going to be going on forty seven years nice. married, and um, they always supported me. They always knew that. Like, I wanted to play music. My mom would play piano and sing, and my dad could play guitar. And, yeah, I, you know, the second I could talk, I wanted sing. to sing. I'm like, I love to sing, you know. And then as I got older, I'm like, I want singing lessons. I want to be in choir. And, you know, I was like four. And I was like, okay, weird kid. Like, <laughs> give it a couple years. Like, And then finally when I was six, you know, they were like, okay, this is no joke. And, yeah. Yeah, it's totally, that is your expression when I hear you sing. It just, it's because I'm a singer, not like you. I'm like a folk poet. Beautiful voice. That's what I do. <laughs> but I, um, I really admire, you know, the way you can sing. And it just, it feels like you have such a round and rich tone and you perfect pitch. Um, and it just flows out of you, you know, like a choral singer would allow their voice to sing. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's fantastic. It definitely taught me how to resonate my voice. Do you have um, do you have a lot of influences as far as people who inspire you in classical music, or who are some of your favorite singers that you know make you want to sing like them, or do you have any? Yeah, of course. Um, it's hard to say my favorites. Yeah, but you know, I always loved Ella Fitzgerald, and um, you know, I had an affinity for for jazz and for like you know forties like big band music and. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think all of my influences have definitely played a big part in my voice and the choir and, you know, the classical stuff. But I really think that my voice came to real life when we started playing together and I took on the bass and mm -hmm. it literally unlocked something in my voice and it just, my voice got deeper and bigger and I just more soulful in it. You know, I really think that has something to do with it. You know, each, each instrument kind of has its like, almost like chakra where it kind of hits you and, and they all, and when you're a singer and you know, as you're a musician, you kind of transform things through your body. It comes out in your instrument. Well, it comes out in my voice. And, yeah, you know, it's it's a big part of why how much power I have is us playing together and, you know, playing with drummers and just developing our sound. And that's how it got to where it is now. <laughs> I totally agree. It's yeah. such, like, who you're playing with is such, you know, an important part of like you know how you perform and like choosing to play with certain people is a smart move you know because you know it affects the way your voice you know is able to express itself with the comfort level and everything and I'm also by the way I'm also very impressed by the way you play bass and sing at the same time because it's hard to play mm -hmm. a bass line and sing and in the pocket too mm -hmm. you know like that's a very acquired skill but it's not, it's just part of you you know it was something I was resistant to at first you know because I always played guitar played piano and saying that was my comfort and my go-to and it was obvious that was her identity was singer-songwriter yeah obviously I wasn't going to be the guitar player in our thing because he's just a master and so I was like resistant to it at first but yeah once I started doing it I fell in love with it and I realized because I didn't really have too much trouble you know just going here and here bass and vocals that actually I feel like I was meant to play the bass and sing you know 
And uh, I mean, I agree because you guys are just like right in the pocket when you're playing together. And for you, who are really quickly before we go to break, who are a couple of your favorite influences for guitar and singing? Uh, My Holy Trinity is (laughs) Jimi Hendrix is God. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Jerry Maguire or Jerry Maguire. Jerry Garcia Garcia is like the Holy Ghost and Stevie Ray Vaughan is like the sun. That's my whole eternity. And basically, if I can just, like, at any point while I'm playing, try to sound like something like any one of those people. Well, I would say you do, and you do a nice fusion of, like, all your passions together in one little duo. And everybody can hear you this Sunday at the Hitching Post Tasting Room in Buellton, California, from 2 to 4 p.m. as part of the Hitching Post uh, concert series for Magical Music Under the Oaks. You're listening to Arwen Lewis um, on The Jeremiah Show and also my show, Arwen Lewis Show, that's part of The Jeremiah Show. And also we've got About Time, Caitlin and Aaron Salazar here to entertain you this afternoon, this morning, sorry. Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey everybody, I'm Art Alex Hux from the band Everclear, and we're going to be on tour this summer. Hope to see you guys out there. Take care. Good day, my friends. I'm Billy Mandarino, the Nowist. I don't know about you, but I love music. Throughout my busy day, I find myself musically scoring my life. When I'm excited, upbeat dance music is playing in my mind. If an intense moment arises, the deep string section chimes in. You might say that I am a conscious conductor on the stage of my life. Music is the universal language of us all. I have discovered that you can control the volume, song selection, and playlist of your day. In my hit book, The Nowist, we dive deep into the power you have to change your life emotionally, socially, spiritually, financially, and physically, so that every song you play in your head will be a hit. To learn more, go to BillyMandarino.com. Wishing you all the blessed. And we're back. With the Jeremiah Show. Hey, 
Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, and you're listening to Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Show. I'm here with Caitlin and Aaron Salazar from the band About Time. You can find them on Instagram at About Time under slash duo, on Spotify to hear their music under About Time, and all of their other links are listed on their website, abouttimeduo.com. And we're here promoting their concert at the Hitching Post 2 Tasty Room this Sunday, July 2nd from 2 to 4 p.m. And they've recently released a beautiful album that we've been talking about. And you've been listening to excerpts from it. And you also heard them play a live acoustic version of their song, Gotta Play the Game. And let's talk about your album. So you recorded it over COVID. Let's, how did the album come into fruition to start with? Uh, so yeah, it actually played an important role because, uh, during the shutdown, uh, George Lambert, who plays drums and got us into the studio, his band stopped performing. Um, so he was like, had uh, withdrawals practically from not performing. So <laughs> yeah. he was like, I'll play with anybody, anytime, anywhere. And we yeah. found him on Craigslist. Nice. Uh, so we hooked up with him and he's from Santa Barbara. So we came down here and we, you know, played in the practice studio and he was just, you know, all about it pretty much from the get go. So we played played with him a couple times there were like a few places in Los Alamos that were you know like COVID schmovid we're gonna have music outdoors and we're gonna be safe and no one's you know it's gonna be all good so George was very surprised that we actually played uh, still so he uh, wanted to to get involved mainly because of that and then as he started to learn the songs he got more and more enthusiastic about them and that was why he wanted to then put it in uh, put it down in the studio which presented another problem because a lot of studios were closed so we um so he had to do a little digging to find castaway seven um you know and that's in ventura so we had to you know travel and stay the night or you know um you know, drive, put in some hours driving to make it happen. But uh, it really, we couldn't have asked for a better situation as far as the studio choice and, you know, working with JP. So, you know, these like forces that seem like bigger than you, but actually kind of working out in our favors. Okay. And yeah, you know, when we were going to choose the songs for the album, there's a lot of music that we have to choose from, but there was, yeah, it was a kind of a dark, sad time, not only just as a, you know, gigging musician, but yeah, everybody. It was scary and confusion and and we really wanted this album to just have a message like it's gonna be okay. There's light at the end of the tunnel, you know, love on yourself and be kind to yourself and others and just, you know, <laughs> obviously it's just general but at the same time you know the string of songs together I think really does relay that in a way well that was literally the first thought I had when I turned the album on and heard the first track literally it's like 
this I, I was like this is like a soulful uplifting awesome rock fusion album and I'm so excited to listen to the rest of it and it ends with reggae which is really cool which is also has that like you know more chill vibe that kind of um, eases your way out of the rock which I think is really nice and kind of mm-hmm. takes you out into outer space a little bit totally um, but yeah how do you want so it sounds like you just want to use your music to uplift people and do you think that it's an expression I ask most of my guests this is this an expression of your spirit you know of your own personal catharsis or is it just something you believe in or how do you relate to the song itself and what do you want to personally connect with your audience or do you just kind of want to be a muse for a message that you feel strongly about? Mm, we love to personally connect with our audience. We go out on our, we don't really take a break, even though we take a break at our gigs, we go out and talk to people yeah. that are hanging out and we go out and connect with people because yeah, we want to, you know, it's not just about always feeling happy. It's about, you know, feeling everything and, and it's okay. And we're, you're supported by other people and, you know, somebody, you know, gives you a smile or, you know, just being inspired by the little things and knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what, you know. And, yeah, I think that as we continue to grow in our writing and, you know, for a future album, I think things will evolve. I think this was... You know, the universe medicine is a perfect way to deliver a first album. And, you know, on our second album, we've got other ideas. And, you know, it's still going to be positive, but, you know, it's going to be a little different. Maybe some ballads and whatnot. Yeah, it's More say. longer guitar solos. <laughs> yeah, where do you see yourself going next? Or are there is there a new album in the works? Well, we've got some songs. Uh, so, you know, with this debut album, those songs were like, uh, road tested like we had been playing those um, as a duo for a long time so mm-hmm. uh, you know we had gauged like crowd um, response and we knew like yeah people you know people love these songs when we play them live so let's do these songs in the studio um, for what we've got coming up we've got like uh, we still need to do a little a little um, workshopping and like uh what are those called, like focus groups, you know what I yeah. mean, where you like, <laughs> test out something, you know, and see like, you know, what, what, what do, how do people <laughs> respond? And yeah, because, you know, it's it's nice to make your album a studio project, but it's also nice to have it reflect what you can do live and not be a total, you know, departure from from what people can expect you to play. And, you know, we try to like to keep an element of that. Part of the business is, too, you have to be able to go out there and promote the product that you created. And if you can't, I mean, that's less of a, you know, business. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, less of a successful business opportunity, I guess you would say. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you're just creating a piece of work for the art of it and letting whoever finds it listen to right, it. There are enjoy, those just studio, you know, that's cool. But that's not us. We're like, you know what we brought to this studio is what we were already doing live and then we you know got to interpret it through the studio and all those different ways so i think our next album is going to be a good blend of that too nice yeah and i think it's nice for the audience to be able to take something home with them that you know they can recreate the experience with in their car you know and then they remember you and they're like i want to go see them again and i want to be their friends like where's their instagram page (laughs) this album is really good driving music i always tell people that (laughs) they're like oh we came from la i'm like perfect listen to this on your way home yeah (laughs) and you can hear it on spotify about time and you can find the links to all of their other 
um, online resources on their website aboutimeduo.com on Instagram about time under slash duo and they're playing at the Hitching Post uh, Tasting Room this Sunday July 2nd from 2 to 4 p.m. and you're listening to Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis show and this is About Time Caitlin and Aaron Salazar and we're just wrapping up uh, the second p- or the third part of our show today and I guess I have a couple more questions I want to ask you before we wrap up if that's all right yeah love it um uh what was i gonna say oh yeah was there anything that you missed from the 60s and 70s music that you really want to hope um to keep alive now in this current musical world that we're living in or do you want to be a little more existential with it and use that as a foundation or do you want to kind of be more retro well that's a great question but uh (laughs) one thing that definitely uh stands out to me is yes keeping that performance element alive because uh that was definitely more of the focus back then was a live performance in the album um some of the your favorite musicians if you read about the albums they'll say like this just didn't didn't capture what we could do live you know what i mean And, and i've always felt that that's a good thing because live has more power has more possibilities so i think that um is something that we try to keep as like a a focal point in our direction um yeah so that would definitely be one of the things we're trying to trying to carry on from that time period making sure you can recreate your sound live right just making sure that the live is like the best like that's our best foot forward you know even though the studio is great and you can you know get into all that and the intricacies but you know the um the connection that you get from a live performance is really the most powerful part of the music we're huge fans of jerry garcia and the grateful dead and you know these live bands that performed and took it to you know places it was never like totally always just super sculpted you know um but at the same time you know we also love you know blues bands too from the 60s and 70s and yeah i think that what we want to live on is a is a pulse is a pulse of you know positive you know vibrations but also just real and connective and it's gonna hit your soul and your heart and you know you're gonna feel the power from my voice you're gonna feel the power from the guitar and it's gonna you know evoke something within you whether that's some sort of inspiration or you know a decision you need to make whatever so i think yeah we want to move people and we just love what we do and we hope people feel that when we play well, I'd say they do, and they'll get the chance to do it again this Sunday at the Hitching Post from 2 to 4 p.m. in Buellton. All right. And we'll be right back. You're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show.
Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi, my name is Zara Knight, and I'm with Farm Jam Music Festival. I'm Greg Knight, and I'm with Farm Jam Music Festival as well. Real farm, real people, real music. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to The, the Jeremiah, Jeremiah Show. Show. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of The Jeremiah Show. So listen. everybody happy friday this is arwin lewis on the arwin lewis show i am here with caitlin and aaron salazar from the band about time they're from orchid california and we're talking about their music you can find their music on spotify under about time all of the links to their social platforms and other streaming and download sites on abouttimeduo.com and you can find them on instagram at about time under slash duo and you can also come see them live this Sunday at the Hitching Post uh, in Buellton, California. They'll be performing under the magical oak trees while the listeners drink wine. And you can come and get some great barbecue as well. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. And thank you so much for coming on the show and hanging out. This has been so fun getting to know you both a little better and talk about your music. Oh, and same. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. And we are <laughs> just going to be honest. I can't read that. <laughs> oh, we're pre- sorry. <laughs> we're premiering their new single today. Do you want to tell us a little about it before we play it? <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I got the um, Yeah. Yeah. This song. Uh, this song is called "Timing Is Everything," and uh, we. S- I guess sort of consider it our theme song because we're about time um, but it, it just rings true for everything you know timing is everything synchronicities are all around you if you just you know open and listen to them however they may present themselves so yeah cool it's a special mm-hmm. song for us yeah. anything you want to say about it Aaron? Uh, yeah so this was the song I was talking about earlier where we like really got creative in the studio and experimented with lots of sounds and so it was kind of one of the you know as far as like what we could do in the studio this was like something we we're really proud of um, just when you get to think of stuff when you're actually there it's pretty exciting nice 
and I'll let the listeners um, see for themselves what kind of vibe we've got going with it. It's um, a really nice way to finish up the record. And thank you so much again for coming on the show. Um, we've had a great time chatting. And, yes, um, thank you. It's been a pleasure, Arwen. Thank you so much for having us. It's been wonderful. <laughs> we'll do it again. Cool. Sounds good. Again, I'm Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Show, and I'm here promoting the Hitching Post 2 concert series that I was able to produce for the Hitching Post and Frank Gostini. And I want to thank the Jeremiah Show and KZSB for having us on today. And we hope to see you this Sunday for a magical concert under the Oaks from 2 to 4 p.m. July 2nd. Thank you. Perfect way to kick off your holiday weekend. Thank you so much, you guys.
positive comedian, Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved homes. I love you.